Welcome to The Spin Up, a podcast where we focus on spinning up your life without spinning out of control. I'm Carly. And I'm Amy. And on this podcast, we talk about all things Peloton, fitness, nutrition, and balance, offering you all of our tips and tricks that we've learned throughout our journeys. Tune in every Monday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Spin Up. See you on the leaderboard. Hi guys, welcome to this week's episode number 32. I can't believe we're 32 episodes in. I know it's literally so weird. How did the time fly so fast? Not <laughs> sure, but we're here and I'm really excited about it. Um, this week, we don't have a specific topic. We more have a bunch of different topics, but we'll get into that in a couple minutes. First, we're going to talk about our quote of the week. Um, so Amy, What's your quote? Yes. So my quote this week is, if you limit your goals to what you know you can achieve, you are setting the bar way too low. And that quote is from Ray Dalio. I love this quote because I think it's important for us to, as frequently as possible, set goals that scare us a little bit. Um, because that feeling of achievement that you have once you do reach that goal is going to be significantly greater. And you're really going to prove to yourself that you can do hard things. And that's really how we build confidence. So make sure you take a look at your goals and the habits you want to implement. And um, if they're, you know, if you're not scared of them and you know, you could achieve them pretty easily, then try to challenge yourself and level them up a little bit. So I really like that. I feel like Um, so often we set goals that are a little too attainable. And I do think that that's great to mix in because, you know, sometimes I want to check off something minuscule off my list, um, you know, just for that good feeling. But when you actually set something that you didn't think that you could do or accomplish, the reward is so much better. So I really like that one. Um, My quote is from Selena Samuela, and it is, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. And I feel like this quote is so like inspiring. Um, It's something that we forget, you know, like we're, I feel like oftentimes we're sitting around waiting for something to happen and nothing is just going to come naturally or just come because it feels like it. You have Mm -hmm. to work for it. And I think that that's just like a good reminder. If there's something that you want to do that you've been waiting for, get out there and do it. Just do it. I love that. I think it's so important because some people I feel like wait around to get lucky or wait around for an opportunity to just magically come their way. Um, But you have to really like put those building blocks down and be prepared for that opportunity when it does come to you. So you have to take the initiative and, you know, build it yourself. So I love that one, Carly. Oh, thanks. So um, any updates this week? What's new? So um, last week, I talked about the fact that I had started the sleep meditation program on Peloton. So I'm officially on week two. Mm-hmm. And I just need to say this because I've been told for years, I mean years, that I should be meditating and that it would change my life and that it would be helpful. And I've been trying to meditate for years and I it never clicked. And I always said, my mind races too much. I can't do it. I constantly made excuses, right? 
I need to tell you guys, this is like a PSA. My sleep has improved drastically with doing these sleep meditations. No joke. I used to wake up at least once during the night. Um, Since starting sleep meditations, I haven't woken up in the middle of the night at all. Um, I've fallen asleep without needing the TV or my phone or any other distraction. Um, And I'm just loving them. They get my mind and my body to this really relaxed state where I'm able to just pass out peacefully. And I, I can't explain it other than I'm so grateful for programs because if it were not for this program, I would have done one or two classes and then fallen off. But because I started it and I said, there's no way I'm not finishing it. I've, the benefits have been so, so wonderful. So this is just a reminder that if there's a challenge or a program or something you want to commit to for a period of time, try to commit to it, try to see it through because you're not going to experience the benefits right away. It's going to take, there's going to be a little delay. Um, so I will say now that I've had a full week of doing them and a week, honestly, isn't even that long. I'm excited to see how much better it gets after a month of doing these. Um, so do you fall asleep before it ends or do you stay up and then fall asleep? So the first week, all of the meditations were five minute classes. Um, so I definitely um, didn't fall asleep during those cause they're mm-hmm. shorter, Yeah, but, um, I did find that shortly after I would fall asleep. Um, and the first few nights, not exactly the case where I would fall asleep right after, but within the next, I would say 30 minutes, I would be asleep. Um, this second week so far, they've been 10 minutes long. And I honestly, now I'm questioning last night, I may have fallen asleep during it because I don't remember it ending. I <laughs> and when I fall asleep. Yeah. And when I woke up, it was still up on my phone, like in the morning. Oh, yeah. So I must have fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But that's, I like to fall asleep during it because sometimes like, and I know some people can relate to this because I go in and out with sleep meditations, like I said last week, but sometimes I'll just be like, oh my gosh, if it's 10 minutes, I'm like, did 10 minutes go by? Like how many minutes until 10 minutes goes up? And then I stay awake because I'm so worried about not falling asleep. Um, but the whole point is to focus on basically nothing, like just focus on their voice, you know, um, quiet your thoughts. And I think sleep meditation is awesome. So that's great. I'm happy to hear that you're doing well with that. Thank you. And really good. One other thing that I will say just on the topic of sleep, because this is something new I've tried as well. So this is a little update. I got a weighted sleep mask. Um, so it's the same concept as like a weighted blanket, but an eye mask. So I feel like that also helps get me into a a really relaxed, uh, state when I put this weighted eye mask on my face. Um, so that's just another little thing I've tried that I feel like has also benefited my sleep. So if, in case you guys didn't know, I'm on, (laughs) I'm on a journey to improve my sleep. And these are just some things that have helped me. So that's where, that's how things have been going for me. Oh, what's so new? Cool. What's new with you, Carly? Oh my gosh. I feel like nothing's new this week. I've been trying to challenge myself a little bit. I'm so like used to taking Peloton, um, strength classes and I love strength exercises. Like I just, that's my favorite way to work out. So I've been trying to make my own workouts this week just to challenge myself. Um, 
I'm not saying goodbye to Peloton workouts forever, like by any means, like, no, that would never happen. But I am definitely just trying to challenge myself, test my ability, like put some trust in myself because like, if you guys are up to date with my journey in the past, I was making my own workouts and I kind of squashed myself down. And even if you listen, I was like, I had no idea what I was doing, but now I feel like I've come to the point where I do know my body and I'm learning so much that I kind of just want to trust myself and give myself an opportunity to improve also because I definitely get very like addicted to Peloton stats, like how many classes I do today, blah, blah, blah. And I just feel like I need to release from that and kind of just refocus and see what I can do. So that's what I've been doing recently. And I have been increasing my cardio and I've been taking a lot of 30 minute classes, which has been really fun. Like, I feel like I've refocused from being like, oh, I really want to get a good output to just taking the class and just enjoying it. And then like, sometimes my output's better than others, but it doesn't matter because I'm just enjoying being there in the moment. And I feel like taking my strength classes away, like taking my Peloton strength classes away have made me um, appreciate my cardio classes way more because I feel like I'm working out with a friend, you know, I don't know. It's such a, I could go on for so long about this, but that's just like, it's just my experiment right now. I'm just trying it out. So that's what I'm doing. No, I love that. I love that you have the confidence in yourself to like formulate your own workouts and to program them and then to just go for it. Cause you know, I feel the same sometimes, sometimes like with the Peloton strength classes and also the cycling classes and the running classes, it, there's so much stimulation because you're listening to, you know, the instructor talk, you're kind of getting the background music. So you're almost like constantly stimulated and I sometimes feel that you don't always have an opportunity to connect your mind and your body and just be super Mm. present within that workout because you are thinking about all these like other things like the leaderboard and the stats and everything else. Um, So I love that you're incorporating sort of some of your own workouts too, so that you can just like, I don't know, for me, at least I love to like blast my music and just like be alone. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I do have to say, I feel kind of lonely without them in the morning. Like, I'm so used to having like Maddie on my screen on upper body day. Like, I don't know, but I am really loving this challenge and just, I want to learn more about myself and see what I'm capable of, um, you know, as my training has improved over the last year because of Peloton, I'm ready to expand even more and grow more. But with that being said, we could get into that on another day once I like see how far that this comes. But with that being said, let's just get into this episode. Yes, <laughs> let's do it. Um, so we are for the, for the purposes of this episode, we're going to take some questions that you guys have submitted to us. Um, we get messages pretty often with different questions. So what we did was compiled some of the questions that you guys have. And we're just going to go ahead and take the time today to answer them. So today you'll get a little bit of everything um, as far as fitness, nutrition, Peloton, um, personal, a little bit of everything. So Carly, 
what is our first question? Okay, let's kick it off. So the first question that we got was, do you guys have any tips to keep energy up during a long or a two a day workout schedule? So I don't ever do two a days. I feel like I used to split my workout um, in half, I guess I would say. I don't know if you would consider that a two a day, but I didn't because I wasn't done with my workout when I started it, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't have what? Well, no, just curious when you say split your workout, how much time in between the two workouts? Oh, like literally like a whole work day, like eight hours. <laughs> yeah. That would be two workouts in one day. If you did okay, one in the morning so... and one at night, that's two, that's two separate workouts. I guess if that's the case, yeah, well, okay, <laughs> duh. If that's the case, then my only advice would be like, I think what I would do was just hype myself up because I was like, I'm not done with my workout. And that's why I said, I didn't feel like it was two a day because the whole day I was just like waiting to finish it, if that makes sense. So um, I, I don't really have a lot of insight on this question. Do you have something better? <laughs> Yeah, sure. So um, I've done two a days for a while because um, if I go for a run, typically I'll do it in the afternoon, whereas the rest of my workout is completed in the morning. Um, and I used to do two a days with my rides. I would ride later in the day when I was doing hit early in the morning. So the long and short of it is, yes, the way we can prepare Number one, first and foremost, if your plan is to do, because this question was kind of two part, either a long workout or a two a day. So if you're preparing to have a long workout in the morning, right, say, and when we say long, I would say anything over 45 minutes to an hour is, is long. If you're going to work out for more than an hour, that's a very long workout that you have to be prepared for. So first and foremost, night before you should prepare with having a really great dinner meal, right? So a nice balanced meal, proteins, fats, carbohydrates. Um, then also you want to make sure that you are getting a really good night's sleep. My recommendation in the morning is don't have your coffee until after you work out. Um, some people use this as a pre-workout for me. I just never found that that really worked well, um, because coffee can sometimes dehydrate you. So it's really important to stay hydrated. Um, Sometimes, um, for example, if I'm doing like an hour long power zone ride, that's a, that's a long workout. Um, it's a long time to be doing cardio. I will eat beforehand, not a huge meal, but something like a banana or, um, maybe like some toast or something like that. That's going to give me some carbohydrate before I ride. So I think it's just about preparing your energy sources, right? Like getting, making sure you're having some carbohydrates, making sure you're hydrated, making sure you sleep well. Now going into the two a day, um, portion of things, kind of the same concept in between your workouts. You want to make sure that you're well hydrated, that you're fueling, um, your body with healthy, nutritious foods. So be careful not to eat anything. I would say like processed in between those two workouts. Um, and I think what Carly said is great, right? Because like your mental state is super important as well. Um, so like making sure that you're motivated to get to your second workout or to stick to your long workout, um, that mentality is, is really important. So once you've committed to it, um, you decide it and you see it through, you stay disciplined no matter what. 
That was a really good answer. It definitely <laughs> encompassed a lot more than my answer did. It was a little, yeah, I mean, it was a lot, but. Well, making sure that your fuel is, is important um, regardless. So I, I definitely agree. Like if you do want to work out in the morning without eating, I hope your meal the night before was substantial enough where you're not hungry during exactly. your workout. Um, okay. So the next one is, do you take any supplements pre-workout, et cetera? So for me, the only, um, supplements that I take are collagen vitamins and a greens powder. So I don't take any performance quote unquote performance supplements. I don't take pre-workout. I don't take protein powder, Um, main reason being that a lot of that stuff is processed and has a lot of chemicals and ingredients that I just don't regularly incorporate into my diet. So for me, it's, it's a diet thing. Um, I think the, the word supplement tells you a lot, right? Like if you're supplementing, it's because you're lacking something that you're not getting from your foods. Um, so because I tend to get most of my nutrients and my micronutrients, from my foods. Um, I don't feel it's super necessary to supplement, but, um, so I guess my answer on that is, you know, I, I take collagen with my coffee every morning. I drink a greens powder and I take vitamins. I take a ton of vitamins. Those are, those are my supplements. I just do collagen and I do take vitamins too, but I have to say I used to take pre-workout and I would go to the gym after work. So I would take my pre-workout at like 4.30 and I would crash every single day at 2.30 to three o'clock. Like I would be sitting at my desk and I would almost fall asleep. Like I'm not even kidding. There were days that I did maybe fall asleep for a couple of minutes, but like no one has to know. So I like, oh God, I hope no one's listening to this. No, I'm kidding. But I have to say, so I cut that out because, well, I really cut it out once I started doing Peloton because I wasn't going to the gym. So I just didn't feel like I needed it anymore. Um, And I don't crash anymore. I'm awake all day. I really only need like one cup of coffee, sometimes two, if I'm like feeling fancy and I just want to taste something good. But um, pre-workout, if you're addicted to it right now, I highly suggest you just like suffering through a week of not having it. And you will feel so good after. Like, I swear, if you're crashing, it will get better. Just stop taking it. I promise. But not saying that like, I mean, it's definitely not the best thing for you, but if you take it, you take it like whatever, so be it. But I'm just saying like, if you were having the same side effects, definitely try, try my method and get back to me. I want to know how it works. No, that's great advice. I'm glad that you've had some experience with it that you can share. Um, I think it's important to get that perspective. So thank you. Um, okay. So our next question is favorite healthy protein snacks, struggling on adding them into my new nutrition plan. I love this question. Um, because one of my goals this month is to track my protein and make sure that I'm getting an adequate amount of it. So when we think about protein, like I try to 
up my protein with whole protein sources. So that's your meats, your fishes, your vegetables. Um, my favorite high protein snack, and this is probably not relatable for a lot of people, but tuna, I have said this before, but, um, typically like in between lunch and dinner, I do try to have, um, a can of tuna and I'll just add a little olive oil for some healthy fats. I'll add a little salt and pepper, garlic powder, even some mustard, um, and just eat it just like that because there's a ton of protein in it. Um, it's super filling and it keeps me pretty much like satiated until dinner time because, when that like three o'clock mark hits, I get a little hungry. So that's one suggestion. Um, another would be chia seed pudding because there is a decent amount of protein in chia seeds. Um, and then you can add your favorite nut butter for some more protein as well. Um, and then of course, something else we've talked about from time to time is turkey sticks. So Carly and I both love the turkey sticks from Thrive Market. Um, that's a great uh, high protein snack as well. But what do you have for them, Carly? Um, I guess the only things that I could add would be like, and I know Amy doesn't eat these, but I love chickpeas. Like I add chickpeas to everything. I just, I love them. So I eat a lot of chickpeas. Um, collagen also has protein in it. I know that mine has about 10 grams, but it's not like a super huge amount. Um, I wish I had more ideas. I would love to hear your guys' protein ideas because as you guys know, like, we try and stay away from the bars. I mean, I still eat kind bars every once in a while because I just, whatever, I don't really care, but I don't like to eat those like gas station bars because I used to back in the day, go to the gas station and grab like this huge bar that just tasted like chalk. And it was like 50 grams of protein per bar. And I would eat that. And I did not feel good after, but I would eat it because I thought like, oh, I need more protein, blah, blah, blah. But it's almost better to get less protein and not eat something super, super processed than eat something super processed and get more protein. Absolutely. No, I agree. And that's why like the saying, not all protein is created equal is so important, right? Because um, it's just- like you said, it's not everything in those bars is clean. So, yeah. Um, okay. Do you guys ever change your monthly workouts around your menstrual cycles? I, okay. This is such a good question. I'll tell you why I most, I recently downloaded an app. Okay. It's called my flow. So I've basically been tracking my cycle. And the reason why I love using this app to track my cycle is it is because it tells you the type of exercise you should be doing based upon the phase that you're in during your cycle. So for example, right now I'm in my ovulation phase and the app suggests to me that I should be doing, um, interval training exercises like intervals. So it will literally, it has this little blurb that basically says to you, you should do high intensity or boot camps or Bikram yoga. Um, so I have just started to be more mindful of it. The short answer is no, I haven't been changing my routine around my cycle. Um, when I, when I'm actually on my period, I have a very severe, um, pains. So for like a day or two, that's typically when I, I will rest. Um, but I'm trying to be more mindful of 
performing certain exercises based upon the phase that I'm in. So I think it's a cool question because it's important to be mindful of our bodies and what is going to work best based upon our hormones and how things are working at that time of the month. Um, so I'm excited to start to change things a little bit, but I haven't been doing it currently. That's a really cool app. I like that. I, I definitely don't change my workouts. I feel like my, I'm just, I don't have as severe pain with mine, um, as other people do luckily. So I don't really feel like I have to, but I like that app. Maybe I'll download it because just because you're not in pain doesn't mean that stuff isn't happening. Okay. Stuff is still happening. (laughs) That's a good point. And one thing I want to add about the app, because this is really cool. And guys, like I'm not sponsored by this app in any way. I just think it's really cool. It also details the type of foods you should be eating, um, how your focus should be. And even like how your love life is based upon where your phases are at. So for example, like during ovulation, it talks about filling up on raw veggies for fiber, fruits for uh, glutathione and um, sticking to lighter grains. Like it just gives you some recommendations. And I just think it's so cool. Like I said, I'm new to the app, so I haven't implemented all of it, but um, I'm really fascinated with the human body and women's body specifically and our hormones and how exercise and food does impact our hormones. So it's cool to track. Sorry. I just want to throw that in. No, I, I really like that. And it's, you realize like, maybe I don't have internal problems, but I am not a happy camper (laughs) when it comes that time around. Like, I don't want anyone near me looking at me, breathing anywhere close to me. So like, I mean, we all have our things. Literally. I know. I know. I think (laughs) we all can relate to that statement, Carly. All right. (laughs) Um, So our next question is tips for getting started and sticking with it when it comes to eating healthy and healthy living. All right. So tips to getting started. My number one tip would be try not to go all in on everything on day one. I think especially, and again, it depends on where you're at and what your goals are, but my biggest piece of advice that I always tell people is start with one thing at a time. So if you want to start eating healthy, for example, start week one by maybe um, upping your water intake. So week one, have the goal be to up your water intake by maybe like 25 ounces more than what you're currently drinking to the point where you can get up to a gallon per day. From there, start to clean up your diet and eliminate processed foods you know, 80% of the time and leave a little allowance for 20% to have them when you need to, or for it to be convenient. And then week three, add sufficient exercise, like start off with walking if you need to, and then increase the intensity as you go. But I think that a mistake a lot of people make off the bat is they say, okay, day one, I'm cutting out carbs. I'm going to exercise for 65 minutes a day, drink a gallon of what? Like they just overwhelm themselves with all these things and make it so um, unattainable and, you know, set the bar so high that, you know, maybe leaves a little room for failure. So try to ease your way into it and prepare your body for it. Um, again, this depends on where you're at in currently, um, but that's, that's my biggest piece of advice on that. 
I have a couple of things to add. I would say like set short-term goals, but also long-term goals. So I'm um, kind of like Amy's quote, set something that is super unattainable and make it your end goal. Like the point that will not super, un- like you could do anything you put your mind to. So that I didn't mean it like that, but set something, a big goal, and then set tinier goals. You could check off along the way, whether it's just like work out today eat one good meal today, whatever, so on and so forth. Another thing is like for fitness specifically, I would say if you're like a beginner, beginner, start with three days a week. Just start somewhere small, three days a week, 30 minutes. That can include stretching. Just something is better than nothing. And I think that that's just like what you have to say to yourself. Um, If you're looking at other people and you're like, oh my gosh, but they're doing so much. But but something is better than nothing. And you showed up and that's literally all that matters. Like you got there, you did the workout, you completed it and you'll never regret a workout. You'll always feel better after. So those are my two tips for that. Love it. Our next question is your current workout splits. So um, we did talk about this in episode 25 which was adding more strength. We gave a little update on our current workout routines. Although I have a couple of things that I want to say um, about this in general. Number one, our routines, like I would never suggest for someone to do exactly what me or Amy does because in the past, like I would just search for anything that would work and I would copy people's routines like verbatim. And I would never see results because everyone is different. You need a a program specific to you. And the only way that you could learn that is by making stuff up yourself, going it, maybe you try mine and Amy's, but like, it doesn't work. And you combine them or like, do whatever, you just have to figure it out on your own. So that's my, my first thing. Also, like, my routine, I, I can't speak for Amy, but my routine is always changing. I feel like every month I'm like, oh, maybe we should do an update on our routines because I just, I mean, even like I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm trying to incorporate, you know, my own workouts, whereas before I was doing strictly Peloton. So it's like everything is changing. You can change your routine whenever you want. And I think it's really good to change your routine because your muscles get used to the same movements. And so does like your uh, cardiovascular system gets used to the same movement. I mean, you know, the same running motion, whatever, same exercise over and over. So you have to challenge yourself and try different things to strengthen. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I totally agree with what Carly said about making sure that your routine is specific to you. Um, I think it's great for you guys to pull inspiration from what we're doing, but not copy it word for word. Like for me, I do have a structure that I follow every single week um, and it kind of never fails, but there are times when I'm changing it up, like adding more strength or adding different types of cardio and things like that. So it's also important to keep your body, um, kind of like guessing and to not do the same thing for a super long period of time without changing it up. I do want to say too, um, a really good 
way to even just like build your own routine is to figure out what makes you bored and what makes you excited. So some people absolutely hate strength exercises and would rather do or like weighted strength exercises and would rather do bar or Pilates and they opt for that. Some people would rather do cardio only. My perfect routine or split is a mix of both. So I get very bored very easily. So I like to do half cardio, half, you know, resistance training and switch it up. So then I know like, oh, once I'm done with this, I get to do something else, like something fun, like cardio, you know, so keep yourself excited. And that's definitely what I would do. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I think that's so true. And I think it's important that you guys all do have a healthy split and a healthy mix of cardio and strength. And however you choose to do your cardio and strength is up to you. You know, like cardio is not only cycling. It's not only running, um, high intensity interval classes are cardio as well. So whatever type of cardio you enjoy is what you should implement. Um, so figure out what you love And you could split it up from there. I mean, for years I did only full body days. (laughs) I just recently started splitting it up by body group. So you don't have to do that. It's just, if you enjoyed it, do it. It's what it's all based upon what you want to do. Um, but definitely reference, um, episode 25. If you want to hear the specifics on how we split it up. Yes. Um, so this next one's for our beginners or maybe just people who kind of stopped using Peloton for a while and are trying to start back up. So do you have any good beginner rides that are low impact so that I could do to ease into it or to ease back into it, whatever it may be? Um, I suggest you go to the cycling feature on the app and then filter it by low impact or beginner. Um, if you're asking me who to take, I would take Allie first because when I started using Peloton, like I fell in love with Allie and I took only her for three months. Like I'm not, you could go back to whenever I started and you'll see that every single day I took a 20 minute class with Allie. So I would say start there. Also, you could take any ride and just modify it. So maybe take a beginner ride at first. And then if you're like, no, I'm not really vibing with the music or something, just take a different ride and ride along with the music and the instructor. You don't have to do what they're saying. Um, And then my last thing is Emma Lovewell has all those low impact Disney rides and there's just fun. Like if you want to let go, even just a suggestion in general, if you're having a rest day or an active recovery day, or maybe want a longer cool down, definitely check out those. I can find them for you guys and post them on our story. Uh, remind me if I forget, but I, <laughs> I'll, I'll try my best to do that because sometimes you just want to opt for something slower and different. Yeah. And I do have a piece of advice for this too, because a couple questions that I've seen come through are about the resistance and cadence call outs that the instructors give. Um, so I think it's important at least in the beginning to be at the lower end of the resistance and cadence, if you need to modify, but as you start to progress and you want to get better to be in the ranges that they are calling out, I suggest that you pick one, either cadence or resistance, and try to aim to get within that range. So if you want to get at the cadence range, maybe you're a little lower on the resistance from what they're calling out or vice versa. Yeah, that's a really good 
answer to that too. <laughs> um, okay. So me and Amy both work out in the morning and I get this question all the time. It's do you eat before you work out early in the morning? So my answer is no. I typically wake up around like 4.45. I've just started putting my alarm at 4.30 because I, you know, I've been going against my word. I've been snoozing it. So I'm like, at least if I start at 4.30, I can snooze at once. <laughs> um, so I don't eat before my workout. I don't drink coffee. I just chug some water and walk down the stairs. And I feel like my body is just used to it because it knows what it's about to do. Um, also if I ate before I would have to wait at least an hour or 30 minutes, depending on what I ate. So I don't eat before, but I always eat like right after pretty much. Yep. I'm exactly the same, pretty much same answer. Um, the only time I will eat before is if I am doing, like I mentioned earlier, a really long power zone class or even long, um, regular ride or something that's super long and it's on the weekends and I'm starting a little later. Um, but no, I don't typically eat anything or drink coffee before my workouts. And then our very last question is how to get into a regular fitness routine, especially like, you know, when we're working during the day and just doing other things, like maybe you have kids, you're picking up the kids from school, so on and so forth. So what are your tips on how to get into a regular workout routine? This is a good question. Um, and I think it all comes back down to mindset, discipline, and commitment. Um, I understand we all have busy lives. Everyone is a different type of busy. However, um, if you really want something, you'll find a way to get it done. Um, whether it be you wake up earlier or you stay up later or you eliminate something from your schedule to get it in. So I think the first thing you need to do is commit to it. Say, I'm going to commit to this and I'm going to find the time. Um, and then of course, looking at your schedule and figuring out when you do have the most time. I also think it's important to figure out when you have the most energy. Um, like for example, Carly and I both working out in the morning, we find that's what works best for our energy levels and gets our day off on the right foot. So for me, I would never even consider working out at night. I would always wake up earlier to make sure I had the time in the morning. Um, so establishing that as well, you know, when do I have the most energy? When am, when is it going to benefit me the most? Things like that. Um, and then building it into your schedule, right? So if you are somebody who uses a calendar or a planner, Put those time blocks on your calendar or your planner and lock them in. And for me, planning out what I'm doing on each day really helps me. That doesn't necessarily mean I always pick the class I'm going to do, but I know exactly, you know, I know whether I'm running or riding on that day. I know whether I'm doing full body, upper body or lower body on that day. So if you already have that plan, you know, going into that day, you're less likely to skip your workout because you're going to say, Hey, like, Oh, I dedicated this day to legs and tomorrow I have to do full body. So I can't just skip legs, you know? So like get, get using that as a way to get yourself committed as well. 
Um, I think it's really helpful. And for me, I'm super, I'm, I'm a huge planner. I like to have things on a schedule. So that's why I recommended the calendar or the planner, or even having like a whiteboard up on your wall somewhere in your home where you can write it down and then cross it off. Um, for a while I was doing that and I had, I would check off every time I completed a workout that was on my whiteboard. So those are some tips that I have, um, from the, for the very beginning. I would agree with you. I would start by saying planner, check it off. Like pretty much every day I have a, a planner at work and I write morning on the top with a little checkbox. And then I like write what I'm going to do or even like what I did. That way I can just see what I did too. It's just a good way to look back and be like, oh, I did that today. Like, Ooh, I'm cool. So definitely calendar checklist, checking stuff off is super helpful. Planning a stack the night before will literally change your life. That's another thing that is the best. That's probably the best thing Peloton has added of all time. Um, it keeps you so prepared and you're not like committed to any of it. You can swap them, switch them, but at least you know your structure. And if you're on a time crunch, you could get it done. So that's it for that. But I guess it's time for <laughs> classes of the week. Yes. <laughs> it is that time again for us to tell you about some classes that we took. So I'll go ahead and jump right into one of the classes I took recently. I did this class over the weekend. Um, it was a 60 minute versus boot camp with Jess Sims from 72421 so that is a tread boot camp the reason why i chose this one to talk about is because i actually took this boot camp outside for the first time um i do have a treadmill at my house it is not a peloton tread um it's more so just a walking tread so it actually does not have an incline so i figured taking this boot camp outside would present a little bit more of a challenge. So at least I would get the hills from outside. It's also, you know, summer and I really wanted some fresh air. So I went ahead and took it outside and, um, I loved it. I thought it was a great switch up to do, um, my strength outside too. Cause I never really do that. So it was great to get out there. It was a really cool boot camp as well. Um, with the versus concept, um, because the music was so good. So yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How did you like know when to run back to your house? So that's a good question. And actually when I posted about this, a couple people asked me that people were very concerned, but I have to say, because I walk or run every single day in my neighborhood, I know like how long it takes me to get like around the block or to get down the street and back. And I also used my watch. So I would if I, if we started a 10 minute running interval, I would just look at the time on my watch, oh. run down the road for five minutes, know to return at the, at that point and run back for five minutes. Okay. Um, so I just used my watch. I used, um, my familiarity with the route. And then I actually took one of the running intervals and went up and down my front staircase, which I guess is, wasn't really you know, the point of what she was calling out, but I thought it was cool to just run up and down the stairs for nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, something different is always fun to add to your routine regardless. And plus sometimes I think about 
bringing my weights onto my back deck, but then I'm like, oh, I'm too lazy to carry them back down after. That's so I will, bad. Yeah, I will <laughs> say that was the only pain, bringing everything in and out, but it was worth it. Uh, um, okay, I will say that my favorite class of the week was this 30-minute intervals ride from 9.25.20 with Olivia. This was so hard. Why did I think intervals was hit training? Like, I don't know. I don't know why I was going into it being like, oh, it'll just be like a Tabata class. Not that that's easy, but I don't know. So it was five intervals and it was two minutes in the saddle, two minutes out of the saddle with like no breaks in between. And then one minute break after that, after each segment. So this class was so hard. I was just suffering the whole way through. I feel like if you are, mm, it was a good way to challenge both speed and resistance because I find that like my weakness is speed in the saddle. I have a very hard time getting to like a hundred cadence, 110 cadence, anywhere around there. I really struggle. Whereas like resistance, I could go super high, but that's just my strong suit. So this class challenged me so much to try and hit that cadence number in the saddle, out of the saddle, hit the cadence. It was just a huge challenge. If you're looking for a challenge, take an intervals class. I don't know if they're all like that. I don't know, but it was hard. Um, so that's my class. <laughs> love it. I love classes like that, that are super hard. And then afterwards you're like, wow, I did that. So yeah, I um, felt really I love good. Another class that I loved from this past week was a 20 minute chest and back strength with again, Jess Sims um, from 72821. Um, this was a great class because first and foremost, I don't take chest and back classes very often. When I do upper body, it's typically arms and shoulders. So I thought it was a nice little switch up to um, focus on a different part of my upper body. And what I loved about how this class was programmed was that it was really designed to be slow and controlled with each of the movements. Um, we've talked in the past that sometimes the strength classes could feel a little bit cardio-y and sometimes like hip, but Jess constantly reminded us to make sure we were taking things slow. And I was like burning. I mean, the last 20 seconds of every interval, it was like a burn and there were minute long intervals. So it was great. It was time under tension because they were minute long, but highly recommend that class if you're looking for um, a little upper body day inspo. Ooh. Uh, my last one is a 15 minute mood full body stretch calm with Sel Selena. And this class was from 7, 28, 21. So it's fairly new. I honestly clicked on this class thinking it was going to be 10 minutes. And then I was like, why isn't it over? It's been 10 minutes and then I realized it was 15 but it was just a good class to stretch it stretch it out to it wasn't like the music was country I think like it was not my vibe but it was just a nice like slow class and she was just just take it okay I'm just I'm not even gonna say anymore well, just take it sounds it. like my vibe if it's country so I'm definitely gonna take oh, it wasn't Casey Musgraves country yeah Okay. Yeah. It was country. <laughs> it didn't say it in the title, but 
So that's it for this week's episode, guys. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope that we answered some questions that maybe you guys wanted to know. If you ever have any questions for us uh, that you would like us to talk about on the podcast, please send us a DM, an email, whatever it may be, just send it to us and we will answer them even just like quickly at the end of an episode. We'll do any of it. Exactly. Yep. We love to hear from you guys and we love to know, um, you know, what more you want to know from us. So feel free to give those questions, send them our way and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review our podcast and follow us on Instagram at the spin up. And we will talk to you guys very soon. Bye. Bye.